Welcome to Clearing the Queue with Alex and Matt. Here's how it works. Each episode starts with a friend of ours signing into their Netflix account. Together, we scroll through their queue. Ultimately, we find a movie that's been on there a little too long, and we watch it together. The best part is that every queue is unique, so it tells a story about the person. Here's a question. Are we going to record ourselves talking about the movie during the movie? No, 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 no. This is not Mystery Science Theater 3000. It's uh, Clearing the Queue. A Netflix podcast. <laughs> Hello. It's Oliver Taylor. Hey. Oh, is this a video call? It is a video call, but we can't see you, so it seems like you're not treating it like a video call. Do you have call. a sticker covering your camera pole? Wait, I don't know. I don't know how this works. There's Oliver. Oh, there he is. Oh, hi, guys. This is our guy. Mr. Taylor, how often do you spend time thinking about clearing the queue? Because this is great. <laughs> I like to think that it's like the last thing you think about before you go to bed and maybe <laughs> like the second thing before you wake up yeah i mean when when you guys came over here to record an episode i had to i had to hide the shrine that i've built <laughs> and you don't do this you don't write emails to just every podcast no certainly not how many is, podcasts um, would you say you've written an email to zero uh, that's good. I was, my next question was going to be how many of them responded as quickly as we did, but I guess I have my answer. <laughs> no, for the first time I've ever written into a podcast. That's great. Well, because with any other podcast, I feel like it would be throwing an email into a black hole that you'd never, you'd yeah. never see again. But with you guys, I know that you'll see it, you'll read it, and you'll do something about it. No black holes here. Yeah. You're a man of action. We have a multi-purpose phone call. There's okay. two reasons we're calling. The first reason is to tell you that you are our first winner in the Clear in the Q t-shirt contest. No, are you kidding me? I'm no. the first? We are going to slap on a cotton t-shirt. And <laughs> 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 yeah, so um, you wrote us this awesome iTunes review. You did a screenshot. I did. You sent it to us, clearingthequeue at gmail.com, just like we've been telling all our listeners to do. And I can't believe I'm the first. That's crazy. Well, technically you're the third. But you're the first one who's told. <laughs> yes. You're the third you're the third submission to win, but the first winner to uh, be announced. There you go. And um, we're gonna get you that t shirt. Thank you. I'm looking forward to wearing it when I sleep. <laughs> what would you say to our other listeners? who are maybe shy about entering this contest. I would say that this is a very, this is a family podcast, except for the swearing. Um, And that these are very friendly guys. And that if you enjoy the podcast, like I do, you can take three minutes out of your day and you get a a t-shirt where you can uh, wear your pride. And you can wear it to sleep or you can wear it when you're awake. Yep. You can wear it to. You can wear it when you're cleaning your house. You can wear it when you're working out of the gym. You can wear it to your uh, to like a wedding. You could you could wear it all kinds of places. You can wear it while you're deciding what to watch on Netflix. 
Oh, that, I mean, I'm going to wear it the next time I watch a Netflix movie, for sure. <laughs> cool. Well, the other reason that we're calling is because in the content of that email, you posed what I thought was a fascinating question, uh, a submission mm. for a question for our formerly known as the American Beauty Bag, now known as the Pulp Fiction Briefcase. That's right. Was this something that just popped into your head? I don't know. Alex don't doesn't know. check the emails, so he doesn't know what the question is. I, I do. So, you, but you also prepare. like to pull fast ones on me to just keep me on my toes. So and I thought I, this would play into that. No, it's great. It's a role reversal. Usually Alex likes to know about things going into them, and I like to go in blind. But for the purposes of this question, we've been swapped. Yeah, I think you should just read the uh, question. Oh, you think I, I have the space on my laptop to open up yet another browser <laughs> in addition to Pro Tools and Skype? All right. Oh, well, I could open it up on my phone. No, I can. I can give me there. a second. No, I'm there. Okay. So That's the, a really gross subject title. Yeah, the subject title is Sticky Movies. It's from one Oliver Taylor, and it says, What's up, cuties? Cuties spelled like clearing the Q, Q U E, which I love. I went through a lot of variations on what to call you, like <laughs> Cuniacs and Cuties and Custers and Custerinos. But I, I, I think I landed on a good one with Cuties. I agree. You said, I thought of a good question to ask one of your guests. Little did you know, the guest would be you. You said, Have you ever had this happen to you? You watch a movie, and you think it's meh, it's okay, enjoyable, but nothing special. Then, in the days and weeks that follow, you find yourself thinking about it a lot. I'm not talking about movies that grow on you. I'm talking about sticky movies. Movies that are like a pebble in your shoe. Fungal in nature. Yes. Fung- <laughs> fungal in nature? <laughs> oh, the movies that are fungal in nature. Like a pebble in your shoe. Yeah, movies that you, you know, you're not, like, I was... It doesn't necessarily need to do any other purpose than stay lodged. Yeah, it's not that you think it's better, it's that you think about it at all. That's right, that's right. And, and you know, there's certain movies that you could... It's also not about enjoyment, because I think a lot of movies that are really heavy or movies that are kind of like a big downer you might find yourself thinking about because you know like if you watch schindler's list or something you might watch you might think about that for a while but it's not a movie that would grow on you as like yeah i really like that movie totally (laughs) but but the kind of movie that like you're not really sure why you keep thinking about it Mm -hmm. you're not really sure why it sticks around in your brain I mean, this is definitely calls back the theme of what your episode was, which was just see movies for the experience of seeing movies. Yeah. And they don't always have to, uh, you don't have to learn some moral in the end. Sometimes that's the whole reason. Right. Right. Yeah. Because the objective is not necessarily, at least for me, when I watch a movie, it's not to have the best time. It's like bigger than that. It's to, you know, expand your point of view of the world or your understanding of movies or have some different perspective you hadn't had before or experience some world you would never otherwise see. It's not just, am I going to have fun? You know, I feel like we should have you on at least once a year to remind us that. (laughs) Because in the immediate aftermath of your episode, I feel like we really embraced that. 
and we took some risks. And, you know, time passes and you start to drift back to your own equilibrium. And lately I've just wanted to watch movies that I like watching. And this is a good I reminder. Would, I, would be, I would be happy to come back. We could do a sequel episode. And you know what? I was glancing through there the other day, and I discovered that there's a few movies that are still in my queue <laughs> oh, nice. oh, yeah. from the last time you guys saw it. Like a pebble in your shoe. Still there. <laughs> right. Okay. So, so you want to take I, I don't have an, a quick, easy answer for this. Well, I do have a quick, easy answer, but unfortunately, it's for TV shows. Mm. Um, I don't have an easy answer that's a movie, but there are these two TV shows that I've watched somewhat recently. One is called Happy-ish, and the other one is called Flaked. And they're not TV shows that if you asked me if they were good, I would say, yeah, you should totally see it. But they're movies that are TV shows that I just find myself constantly thinking about for some reason. You know, there's something about them that's like, Interesting. Flaked, for those that don't know, is yet another Will Arnett being Will Arnett show. Oh. <laughs> this one is built around him being a 30-something bachelor in Venice Beach. And that's Alcoholic, his, that's, yeah. And that's his bubble. His bubble is a, yeah. a, a quarter mile of Venice. And, uh, and it was also like uh, recently got – it was in the news for being like improbably – Renewed, like part of the the Netflix season two renewal that no one knew or had even asked for. Right. It's like in that category right. of like, okay, we didn't know we needed yeah. it. the sequel. We didn't know we needed. Yeah, uh, I yeah don't have a quick easy answer. Well, I, I've had some time to think about it. The first thing I thought of when I read your email was the movie I Heart Huckabees, which oh sure, which was you know not a memorable movie for me. However. There's this one line in it where they're talking about being yourself and someone says, uh, how am I not myself? And I think about just that response all the time. I think about the line, (laughs) how am I not myself? Anytime there's anything around being yourself or like self-help anything or individuality anything, I always think about that line and I think about that movie and I remember almost nothing from that movie. I remember Marky Mark punches someone. And and that one line, and that's it. But I but I think about Marky Mark punching people, and I think about <laughs> how am I not myself quite often. I found actually, I as you were talking, I, an answer came to me. I I found that there's a lot of sort of older, influential Japanese animated movies like Akira and Ghost in the Shell that are sort of deeply flawed as movies especially you know 20 or 30 years later they've aged a lot and you watch them and the pacing is weird and the ending sort of comes out of nowhere but they're very they they stick with you there's something about them whether it's just the way they look or the way they feel that sticks with you and i think those two movies in particular i mean they just remade Ghost in the Shell. These are very influential movies. I think that's maybe a good example of mm. uh, a sticky movie that, that uh, everybody can kind of agree on. Yeah. Have you guys seen the movie Being There? Sure, with Chauncey, your namesake. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Oliver? Have you seen uh, Being I don't, There? I don't think I've seen it. What it, movie is that? It's uh, with it's Peter Sellers. Peter Sellers plays sort of like a... 
a grown-up uh, sort of what's the word? Like he's not smart. He's not a Forrest Gump type. Yeah, he grew up like really sheltered and it's isolated. A little bit Arrested Development. It's a little bit Rain Man, but not as extreme. He he's- basically grew up in the care of a really wealthy person who yeah. passes away and it, and, he, and he was very sheltered so he's never been out in the world on his own it's a little bit like elf in that way although it's not a comedy yeah per se he's and it's just he he has a routine he watches he's a zombie he he's a transfixed by television and this is like the early 80s or late late 70s and um when the the owner of the house dies and the house is sold for the real like for auction and he has to move everyone's sort of like what do we do with him we don't know and we just have to tell him he's got to go on the street and and he somehow just has like this really amazing like set of circumstances the people he meets like he gives one word answers that are always taken by the other person he's talking to to be very deep and profound and it just sort uh-huh. of gets uh deeper and deeper into mm-hmm. like like he somehow ends up like in politics or anything like that. And um we watched that in high school for a reason. Like our teacher, an English teacher, yeah. showed it to us for a reason and um I always thought it was very profound and also just such a random movie that stuck with me too, being there. That's a great answer. I think about that movie. Well and also can we tell them about how you're Yeah. So the main character in his name is Chauncey, and one of his characteristics is that his name is Chance the Gardener. His name is Chance. And people miss, and oh, okay. and and the people that say like, "What's your name?" He's like, "My name's Chance the Gardener." He's like, "Chauncey Gardener." Okay, yeah, and they just start calling him. Ch- That's one of the oh, okay. mistakes. Yeah. That's funny. I forgot that. So one of his characteristics is that he kind of watches TV like he's hypnotized. He doesn't notice the world around him. <laughs> and so when we were growing up, Alex would, when he was watching, I'm going to say like Saturday morning cartoons specifically, his mom wouldn't be able to get his attention. It would be like he was hypnotized by the TV. And so Alex's mom started calling him Little Chauncey as a nickname. I don't know if she still does. Uh, she'd remember it very well. She'd remember it. She doesn't still call you that. No. It was always a term of endearment. And I think it was before that's we had amazing. seen the movie. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So then we saw this movie in high school, and it was like, wait, that's that's the guy? Uh. <laughs> hey, did we get all of them? Yeah, we all answered. Yeah, we all right? answered. Yeah. 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 Cool. This conversation is sticky. It's so meta because yeah. I read your email and then like it wasn't that great an email, but I thought about it a lot. You know? <laughs> you can't say it was the greatest email you ever read. No, it but was, it stuck with you. It definitely stuck with me and I definitely for the last few days have been thinking about my answers and and it's been it's been kind of kind of getting to me. So, um That is very meta. Yeah. Thanks for chatting with us. Yeah. Thanks for popping in. Thanks for having me on as a guest. Later, buddy. Bye. Bye. Hello? Mother. Hello? Mother, it's Alex. Hello. Mr. Topkin, how are you? Good. I am uh, joined with... uh, with Mr. Matthew Bogdanow right now. Hello. Hello, Matthew Bogdanow. How are you? And how is your bride? Oh, she's great. Thank you for asking. Yeah. Sorry to surprise oh, you like my this. My pleasure. She's a sweetheart. Sorry to surprise you like this. Um, is this a good time to talk? 
Yes, this is a good time to talk. Well, we had a, a couple questions for you. Um, we, we had a friend of ours on, Oliver, who asked us a pretty deep movie question. And hmm. it shook us to our core. It shook us to our core. And it also oh. rattled some deep memories of both of our youth. <laughs> so question, question one is, do you remember... <laughs> Do you remember the nickname that you used to give me when I would zombie up, when I would be focused on the television? Because Maddie remembered it. Oh, really? It's not coming to me. Matt, help me out here. It's from the movie Being There. Oh, Chauncey Gardner. Yeah, you used to call <laughs> That's me... the one. You used to call me Chauncey. That's it. I used to call you Chauncey. Right. And at the time, That's Alex it. and I hadn't seen the movie, and we didn't know what it meant when you called him Chauncey. <laughs> The the reason it came up was, was because the 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 question uh, our friend Oliver asked us was name a movie that uh, has a, is sticky and it, what he meant by that was a movie that whether you really liked it or didn't it just sort of keeps coming back into your brain somehow some, for yeah. some reason for some yeah. reason whatsoever so the question is I, so question one is um, uh, we'd like to ask you that question if you've got a sticky movie because being there was one of my answers um for some reason i was yeah, showing it in high school and it's just a weird movie because yeah. it's totally fallen off of the uh the cultural yeah. landscape are you gonna put it in your on your list your uh your, your netflix queue for a rewatch maybe maybe yeah because it's a movie that i don't think alex would say is like one of his favorite movies but it's a movie that you think yeah. about a lot yeah yeah and it's also in because you used to hate when i was suggesting you gotta check out some black and white movies like the uh, some of the Mel Brooks stuff <laughs> like Young Frankenstein which to me I keep I quote that movie all the time Al, you know you might be shocked to learn that Alex still has an aversion to old black and white movies <laughs> I'm not surprised. Um, are you, the other reason you're a good to so we would like to ask, have you answer that question. It's also good to have you answer it because um, you know in the Popkin household growing up, you know you would be teased by my dad about your interest in seeing movies that were sort of outside your normal comfort zone. Like you would see. Yeah. Then the, the, the num- do you know what the number one go to movie that we would joke about is? That you, I do know, and I what uh, is it? It's, uh, I know who's in it. Isn't the guy who. He was on Cheers. What's that character's Woody, name? Woody. Woody. Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Yeah, Woody Harrelson, right? He was in that? Yeah. The movie was uh, Natural Born Killers. Natural Born Killers. The, the yeah. Legend, legend, has, it, legend has it that in the early 90s when you had two 10-year-old kids that you went to see it by yourself and then my dad would never let you live that down. And yet, No, he, he and, still brings it up. But that's because he's the only person in the world that doesn't like Tom Hanks, and he's the only right. person in the world that needs to have a happy ending with his movie. So I know it. And there's another one that I saw. Are you interested in hearing about it? Yeah. Well, is this a, is this a sticky it's movie? with me all the time. It's, uh, he doesn't tease me about it, but it's uh, Maria Full of Grace. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it was uh, subtitles about a Colombian young girl who serves as a drug mule to have a better life and make some extra money. And she's with another girl who's doing the same thing, and then they get mixed mixed up with the wrong people. But just that whole image of swallowing bags of cocaine, you know, and she had to practice swallowing large globe-sized grapes to help her get it down her her esophagus. And it was just an amazing thing. I just couldn't imagine I still see that image all the time. Good answer. That's a better that. answer than either Alex 
or I was able to give Oliver when he asked us. Why do you think you've always been um, interested in seeing tough movies that might, for what we we call like taking your medicine, like even something that could be really horrific? Yeah, I, you know, I I just, I have a curiosity about how other cultures operate, that life isn't always so tied up in a pretty bow with a happy ending. Um, I like to, to, it gives me to think and guess about what's going to happen next sometimes. I like to see classics, but I like to see drama. I don't like science fiction so much. I don't like blood and gore so much, but I do like movie messages, and I go to foreign films a lot. In fact, we just went to one yesterday. Uh, you dragged Billy women, P? Women on the Bench, Yeah. Woman in the oh, is, is he yeah. with you? He's with you right now. He's with me right here. He's, he's, it's good because he's filling in some of the blanks for me. Women in the Balcony, on the balcony. It was a subtitle, Israeli film. So it's got a bunch of awards, and it's about this Orthodox synagogue in Israel, and the women sit apart from the men, um, and they, they had an accident in their synagogue, so they had to refurbish the synagogue, and when they did that, they eliminated the women's balcony. Um, there's a new rabbi who got involved, and it just divided the whole congregation. It was a great story. Interesting. It was good. Yeah, That's, not a not a like easy tale. Stuff. There's a lot of movies that say with the Body Heat with William Hurt. I don't know if you've ever seen it. No. Good um, one. Oh my God! You can feel your sweat oozing. You know, it was taken in the South. It was a, it was a murder mystery kind of thing. Great flick. It is currently 105 degrees in Los Angeles. Oh, well, that's what it is. Perfect time to see body heat. (laughs) Another one that you'd like, and this one's also in color, the fabulous (laughs) Baker Boys. The the dynamism and the sexuality between Michelle Pfeiffer and Jeff Bridges. Hot. Hot. (laughs) I'm telling you guys. I recently read that uh, Michelle Pfeiffer was vacuum sealed into her Catwoman costume and then it was really hard oh. to move in it because it was oh like literally God. air sealed because it was that tight. Oh, oh Mom, my gosh. I, Mom, didn't see, I didn't see the movie, but... Have you heard of the movie Kids? It came out in the early 90s, like an independent movie. Kids. I don't think so, but I'd like to. <laughs> okay. We're not recommending it. We're not recommending it, but oh, okay. um, I, Maddie, it was maybe it's maybe one of the hardest watches just alone as like an adult and maddie actually saw that with his parents at the age of like 12 like, yeah 13 um so we, we've never had any quite have we had a have we had any awkward movie going experiences because i remember seeing yes, like american which one was yes, it yes it was one it was a, you and i went with a documentary about this guy in long island capturing the freedmen's capturing the freedmen's yeah i remember yes. it. remember that that was a little awkward for me. For you, I didn't feel that but awkward. It was it was a tough. I was. It was tough to sit through. <laughs> it was tough to sit yeah, through, but than that. yeah. But I feel and like you maybe a like anyway. I was yeah. I was probably like sixteen or seventeen. I could handle it at that Hit point. Me the picture. What is this yeah. movie? Oh, it's just about a, a, a quote-unquote normal family in Long Island, right, Mom? And they and the guy yes. runs, like, a computer camp in this basement, and it turns out mm-hmm. him and his son are. Very pedophiles. Yeah, oh, yeah. and you they're told me about this. and it was yeah, yeah. and then, and it's everything it is described and everything yeah. is just, the stuff you would do is described in very tough mm-hmm. detail. So yeah, we um, saw American Pie two know. together. You didn't have that was an awkward for you. 
American Pie. Two. No, I thought it was stupid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I also always um, like to point out that your mom is the one that introduced me to Game of Thrones. <laughs> That's funny. Me? Yeah. Me? We, yeah. <laughs> really? It was... I don't remember where it was. I don't know if it was at like a Passover or if it was like your the Lexington going away barbecue, but yeah. it was during the first season and you gave me the hard sell, what we now call the popkin hard sell because Alex <laughs> likes his, his big <laughs> recommendations. But yeah, you were like, this show is, is great. It's really compelling. It's exciting. It's crazy. It's dark. Oh, and I was like, yeah. I'm intrigued. And I started watching it. <laughs> Way to go. Yeah. Tastemaker, Donna yeah. Popkin. Awesome. Yeah. Um, cool. Should we, should we put... Should we put Dad on just to hear him talk about Tom Hanks for a little bit? Okay. Thanks Thanks for everything. It was great answers, Mom. Welcome. <laughs> what would you like to know? I just want to hear oh, from Dad why he hates Tom Hanks so much. Why he's the only one in America <laughs> that dislikes Tom Hanks. Alex wants to get it on the record. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Hey. Hello. So, Dad. Uh, I, I didn't say I had. I can't. You get misquoted uh, by people. So I set, mean, the, set the record straight. I don't like, I don't, I mean, Tom Hanks is in, I've heard it said, is this this generation, Jimmy Stewart? Uh, Which means and, that he's beloved by everybody, charming, charismatic. No, and he's, and he's, he's been in a lot of diversified roles. Um, you, you know, I, I almost think, uh, and I'm saying somebody, Who's not known as a great actor, but uh, I've seen him in several things. Is it, is it the guy who played Johnny Cash? Is that River Phoenix? Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix. Phoenix, his brother. Yeah, and, and I almost think he's a better actor than Tom Hanks. I mean, I'm not saying he's the best actor around. I'm just trying, but I just think uh, Tom Hanks. He, he's been good at things, but I think. Uh, but as a as a baseball fan, Dad, you always preach you can't you can't just do it for ten years. You got to do it for thirty, forty years. Tom Hanks oh, yeah, no, is Tom oh, Hanks no, is every decade he's been. No, no, hey, the Academy Award and the uh, box office. I mean, he is he is going to go down as this year's as this generation's Jimmy Stewart. He he's um you, you know you know what it may go back to you know. Just, the first time I knew Tom Hanks, he was on that TV show. Bosom Buddies. Yeah, and so maybe I always think of him as a, as a TV actor, not a... Uh, I mean, do you think he did an outstanding job in uh, Forrest Gump? Yeah, yes. Yes, I, I do. That was Alex. That I Alex. haven't seen Forrest Gump since I was a kid, and so I kind of have no idea if it was good or not. Yeah. I'll tell yeah, you, I mean, I, I yes, he was, was good in I it. I don't think it was a huge... I don't... You know, it was a you know somewhat of a comedy. Although obviously that's some very serious thing there. But um, what about Philadelphia? Yeah, yeah, I can't. I, well, I like to see Jimmy Stewart do that. <laughs> this was my minute, if you're not mine. But I'll just make one comment, and, and I don't want to take away from my son. But <laughs> I, I, unlike uh, Donna, my wife, I like coming when I go to a the movie theater. I like coming out feeling good. I like laughing. And I like feeling good. And, I mean, Alex knows those are the kind of movies that I like. I recommend the Tom Hanks movie, You've Got Mail. <laughs> anyway. But, uh, <laughs> so, have you seen anything recently? Yeah, actually, I uh, we saw, last week we saw The Big Six. The Big Six. Sorry. 
And uh, I loved it. You know, I, I, that's kind of, I like walking out of the movie feeling good. Yeah. They said that already. And I, that movie made me feel good. In fact, Maddie, do you, did you know the, uh, the, the actress? Have you seen yet the one who played the girlfriend before? I haven't seen her before. I, I saw the movie yesterday and loved it, but I couldn't recognize her from anything. Yeah. Yeah, she, uh, she actually reminded me of Hannah. I mean, in stature uh. and, and personality, she was, you know, yeah. Nice, she was nice charming. Kid. Actually, Raymond Man, I'm, I, I mean, I'm not a big, I love what you say in that show. I love Raymond. Oh, yeah, Ray but, Romano. Uh, I, I, did you like him in that? I thought he was great. I thought he yeah, was. I thought yeah. he was really believable. It, it felt much more genuine than than his sort yeah. of. Sitcom well, Alex, thing. Gonna, I'm going to have to put it right behind uh, Notting Hill. Oh, that's <laughs> high praise. It's that good. I think yeah. Ray Romano is our generation's Jimmy Stewart. You heard it here first. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Mom told me what uh, not incited, but what what made you want to bring up. You know who my most memorable movie character? You know. I mean, obviously, both, we all love movies. Well, maybe we don't all, but... I, I, <laughs> we you do. Know what movie <laughs> that, you know what movie never gets stale when I watch it? It just connects with me. And it's not deep. It's not deep, but it, it just connects with me. I mean... Field of the, Dreams. Uh, the Big Chill. Oh, right. The Big, the big oh, Chill. Yeah. I mean, the music and... It, 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 you know, it just... Uh, you would it think that they would have tried to remake that. They, I'm sure they will eventually, but yeah, yeah that's the original is perfect. It's my favorite soundtrack. It's my favorite yeah, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. It's great. Oh yeah, Jeff Goldblum's outstanding in it. You guys, I, I saw the movie recently, very recently. You know, what I always think that the William Hurt character is basically it's the second symbolic. William Hurt what reference. Body what? Heat. Oh Sorry. yeah, William Hurt. William Hurt is 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 in that movie. Yeah. That he is so symbolically the guy who died, who happens to be named Alan, and you know passed on the uh, Fulbright, uh, the Fulbright uh, scholarship. Scholarship. Interesting. But you, you, you don't, you, you don't, you haven't seen it in a long time, guys. Yeah, it's been, it's been too long for me to. Yeah, me too. Yeah, to William analyze Hurt it at that level. in every way is the guy is the guy who's sitting in the uh, the coffin at the beginning of the movie. I mean, metaphorically. Right. Anyway. Yeah, interesting. All right. I think I'm due for a rewatch on that because yeah. I loved it when I was younger. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Uh, you, let, me, let, me give, let me give it back to Mom. So, okay. uh, Maddie, and uh, I'll see you well, I'll see you both in about a month, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. See you in August. Okay. Here's, here's Mom. Say hi to your parents. I will. Hi, guys. Hey. Thank you very much for uh, taking some time. Oh, sure. My pleasure. I'm a movie fan. Yeah. Without a doubt. I also love... Life is Beautiful, too. You know, Nana, that was one of Nana's favorite movies back in the day. Yeah. Um, that was great. About, uh, that was a, that talk about a happy ending. She didn't need the subtitles. Craziness. <laughs> yeah, yeah it was, that was a good one. But, uh, yeah, there's so many good movies out there and, you know, things that I haven't seen. You know, I don't think I've sat through that one that everybody talks about with the, with the rosebud sled. Um, oh, God. Citizen Wells. I can't think of yeah, I haven't. I don't think I've seen that whole thing from beginning to end, and I should. And there's other things too, but anyway. But thank you for calling. Thank you for your time. Yeah, good to talk to Anytime. you. Anytime. You take care, guys. See you soon. See Love you. Soon. Bye. 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 <laughs>
That was clear in the queue. If you have heard anything you like or know that we were just dead wrong about, you can email us at uh, clearingthequeue at gmail.com. Q is spelled Q U E U E. That's a tough one. And if your thoughts are funny, we'll read it on air. Follow us on Twitter at CTQ Podcast, Instagram at clearingthequeue, Facebook.com slash clearingthequeue. Subscribe on iTunes? Yeah, subscribe on iTunes.